Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Mike Parker here today and the original brewmaster, Artie Tafoya. How you doing, Artie? Hey, Mike. I'm excited because I don't know. I mean, let's let the cat out of the bag early here. This is the first time we're actually recording in person in over a year. Can you believe it? I know. This is amazing. It's great to hang out with you today. And, you know, uh, we didn't get together very often in the last year, so uh let, let's make a make, let's make a plan to continue doing this all right well should i say mr tafoya or should i should i say senior tafoya because the, 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 as we're recording it's actually cinco de mayo i know it's amazing I, uh, this is one of my favorite holidays uh you know i like a margarita along with beer but uh the, the re most times you'll find me dressed up as a matador being chased around by a bull on this day <laughs> and i know uh if the people that know me will know what I'm talking about, but if you've been to the party at my house uh, for Cinco de Mayo, but uh, other than that, Mike, I'm just excited. We got a great, beautiful day outside. Uh, we're here in Mechanicsburg in the beer garden, and we're looking forward to uh, to chatting with a good friend of mine. Cool. Yeah, spring has sprung, and uh, the weather's been great. You know, uh, life seems a little bit. Uh, I always say back to normal because we don't know what that is yet, but it's really been enjoyable. You know, the kids are out playing baseball every turn that you take on the, on the roads. The beer is flowing here at ABC, and it's cold. And to that, we're going to welcome in a guest. And uh, before we introduce you, it's going to be a cheers, because we haven't cheers in person for a while. As, as we cheers already, I'm gonna, you can go ahead and introduce our special guest on the podcast today. Uh, cheers, Mike. Cheers. Yeah, today uh, I'm excited to have a good friend. And uh, actually, uh, I've, known, I've known Jonathan Casey for uh, probably t since the day I moved here, because when we moved here, we moved right across the street from his mom and, and uh, stepdad's house. Uh, so Jonathan Casey of Sutliff Auto Group is here with us today. Uh, just honored to have you here, Jonathan. And I know you're a, a bigger beer geek than most. <laughs> I know that about yeah. you at least, because I know you love the Suds and, uh, and I just want get to a, get a chance to chat with you, not only about the auto business, but also about uh, beer and where you see it going and uh, and and uh, other things like that from your perspective Cool. Yeah, happy to be here and uh, Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I do uh, Geek out a little bit on beer for sure <laughs> <laughs> You've come to the right place. Yeah, right. I didn't mean to call you a real geek or anything you know, but... <laughs> no, no. Got Geek squad that's that's down the street here a couple <laughs> of stores right. Yeah, so Jonathan Casey is uh, he's the uh, the owner and president Sutliff Auto Group so let's talk about Sutliff Auto Group quick. I mean, we, we know about Appalachian Brewing Company. You've got uh, multiple locations uh, uh, across central Pennsylvania. What about Sutliff Auto Group? You guys, uh, where are you based? We're based in Harrisburg. We have Volkswagen location here in Harrisburg. Um, uh, for little old Harrisburg, we do pretty well. We're, we're one of the top uh, selling Volkswagen dealers in the state as far as new and one of the top selling Volkswagen certified pre-owned dealers in the whole Northeast region. So. And you do really well. And it's, it's not a coincidence. I mean, you guys are friends, but I mean, you've actually done some business together in the past, too. Obviously, personally, Artie, you, you pretty much drive exclusively Volkswagen. Yeah, you bet. I, I, you know, I bought my first Volkswagen from Jonathan probably, oh, I don't know, 15 years ago, I'd say, probably about then. And, and uh, have had uh, a couple Volkswagens since. Uh, you know, I, I had one of the, the diesel Volkswagens that had the the big issue uh and so jonathan got me out of that one and into another one and, and I'm, i think i'm on my third or fourth uh volkswagen now some of them not 
not necessarily because of the car uh, any problems, but uh, either upgraded or, or, or changed out. So cool. uh, he's always helped me with that. Also, if you're a uh, frequent visitor, you know, to the Abbey Bar at Appalachian Brewing Company in Harrisburg, every time you go to see live music, you've got the, uh, the Sutliff Volkswagen name right up there on the stage, right? So you guys are a proud sponsor of the, the Abbey Bar stage. Absolutely. Yeah, we're big fans of live music, uh, pretty much my whole management team. And when uh, Artie approached me about the idea, I was like, I was on board. But of course, I want to make sure management was uh, also on board because, uh, you know, they're responsible for a portion of our ad budget. But we think it's been a great partnership and uh, we're I'm sure Artie is. I'm certainly looking forward to some live music here, hopefully sometime in the near future to get that rolling again. That'd be great. What's the word on that, Artie? Any idea? We, we, is there any, any sign of uh, light at the end of the tunnel here for live music? I think there is. I mean, there was just an announcement uh, from the, uh, the governor's office about uh, something, you know, being able to go 100% other than masks at the end of the month and, uh, you know, masks if, if, if everybody gets vaccinated. So we're sure hoping that we can get some music going. I know there's a lot of musicians out there that have contacted us and, you know, they're like, they're just chomping at the bit to play. You know, I, I can only imagine for them, really, they had nothing because where, where are you going to go play? I mean, we, they couldn't even really play to a number of people outside. Right. So it's been really tough for them. But, uh, yeah, we're very excited about getting back in and, and uh, getting some, some great bands going and, and getting some people playing under that uh, Volkswagen Sutliff stage banner. Live music is just that one element that's been, you know, that's been missing because of all these restrictions. So totally looking forward to that let's talk about the beers that we have here i talked about spring is here i mean it's spring but we're all also almost on the verge of summer really the month of yeah. may uh well, tell me about what you're drinking all right today i've got the uh, marga rita gosa so it's our sour gosa beer um really nice uh sour style we use uh the additions of salt and also of uh lime lime extract and it, uh, I tell you what, it, uh, as a sour beer, it tastes almost just like a margarita. So nice. very nice, uh, nice style I'm trying today. Jonathan, what, uh, what already hooked you up with? The uh, Chasing Shadows, it's one of their new uh, hazy IPAs. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of the classic styles, uh, but also like some of the new styles too. In fact, uh, I'll credit uh, hazy IPAs for getting me back into IPAs. If yeah. you go back about seven or eight years everyone was trying to outdank each other with west coast ipas and i just got sick of it and then when the hazies came out they're definitely a little more palatable uh certainly a lot more uh you can definitely notice uh, a lot of the fruit notes of the the yes. hops in them and they're just a lot more uh just just more smooth so kind of gone to those as far as they're my go-to ipa i would say um although when i do come across a real nice clear classic west coast ipa um, and it's done well. I certainly enjoy that. Too. So are you like a, these hazy IPAs? Definitely a thing. I mean, you guys have been, you know, uh, brewing. What's the name of that one again? The Chasing Shadows. Shadows. Yeah, Chasing Shadows. So that one's been around for a couple of months or so at this point, right? Uh, several months. Yeah, I think we uh, brewed our first back, batch back in the fall. Yeah. Yeah, so. So, yeah, I think you get all sorts of different notes and the hops. And, and first of all, I want to tell you, Mike, we're not a trendsetter in this. Uh, yeah. You know, we're uh, definitely following the lead of a lot of other people who have who've come along. But when Bruce came over uh, to our brewery, uh, 
he just has a knack for making the hazies, does a great job yeah. with it, and, and we're excited to have him on board. And when he introduced the Sigma Oasis and the Chasing Shadows as uh, two styles, and then we have one more, our, our, um, our brew, uh, one of our brewers, uh, Rod Hunziger, he actually is doing uh, a beer called Beach Nap, and, and that'll be coming out here after these two have, have gone through this, this process. So uh, we're excited about the different beers that these guys are producing, and um, you know, I'm having more fun drinking beer than, than I have in a long time. And I've got the, uh, the Hella Style Lager, which again, another style that I see kind of reemerging. And uh, it's delicious. Tell me about what, what's going on here. I mean, it's got a, you know, a nice, light, clear, golden color. Yeah, the Hellas style beer, if you go to Oktoberfest, you're drinking Hellas beer. Okay. So uh, you're drinking it. And I, even, I even gave it to you in this sort oh, yeah. of a, uh, Oktoberfest style mug for you today. But if you close your eyes and, and you take a drink of that, smell it and take a drink of it, and you've been to Oktoberfest, you'll swear you were back there. It's really nice. Again, Bruce did uh, just did a great job of putting this beer together. It's uh, it, it was released just last Friday, and it's called Breakfast at Base Camp, uh, yes. and sort of you know along the lines of the Appalachian Trail and and finding uh, base camps, whether they're at a on a on a twenty-seven thousand uh, foot mountain or thirty-two thousand foot mountain or wherever. You don't see many base camps other than your house here in the Appalachian, <laughs> the northern Appalachians. I wouldn't say. Are you getting uh, like a little? That's an interesting name because with the stouts, especially the heavily adjunct stouts, now they're they're naming all these you know the breakfast stouts and this and that. So when you said that's breakfast at base camp, I was initially thinking you were coming out with a stout before you you said the style, and then I saw it, and then it kind of makes sense because you know you got a little biscuit biscuity flavor with a really good uh, hella slogger in my opinion, a little crispy boy. It's it's uh that's that's a that's a good name. That's gonna that stands out to me a lot, which is. In, in this crowded beer field, that's 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 a really cool name for yeah, for a great classic German style. Plus, I like the Everest uh, reference because I my son recently did a you know like a school report on Everest and and uh, included information about like the Yeti and all the searches for the Yeti and stuff on Everest and stuff. So I'm kind of kind of into that. And there's a lot of cool imagery that sort of goes through mine when I think base camp. If you can't use a beer before the you know the 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 climb of your life, right? <laughs> that would be what I'd choose for breakfast. <laughs> Definitely over a bowl of Cheerios. That's right. So, very cool, very cool. All right, so here we are. We're, we're in, uh, you know, basically mid-May at this point. We're looking forward to summer. We're drinking some beers that are helping us make that transition. And uh, boy, life is just looking great again. And we'll be sitting outside and, in, and enjoying each other's company very soon here, I think on, on the regular with some, some more great Appalachian Brewing Company offerings here throughout the summer months. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what's coming up this summer. We'll also learn a little bit more about our guest, who is uh, Jonathan Casey, president and owner at Sutliff Auto Group. And we'll be right back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. All right, Artie, before we get back to the podcast and our guests, let's talk about some stuff that's happening here at the Brewing Company. So we're at the Mechanicsburg location on the Carlisle Pike, and if I want to get outdoors, enjoy some sun and a cool breeze uh, on a spring summer day, you guys have a perfect place for me right out front here at the restaurant. Yeah, Mike, um, you know, with everything that's happened over this last year, we, we really looked at, uh, at, at every location and, and uh, thought of, how, of, of certain ways that we can 
expand our restaurant if it ends up uh, uh, being limited in terms of interior space. So we were lucky here in Mechanicsburg to have a, a very large parking lot based upon the fact that it was a it was an old dealership, which uh, which was really part of Jonathan's uh, uh, tribe there uh, a while back, the Hummer the Hummer dealership, right? right? Yep. And um, so we took the uh, front area of our, our location here, we fenced it in uh, for the LCB and, and then we put in a bunch of tables and it's just a place where you can come hang out in the sun. Uh, we have a small bar that you can get served so you don't even have to go into the restaurant if you don't want. You can come in, uh, get, a, get a drink, you can get a beer, you can get a slushy, uh, anything uh, that, that your heart desires in this little bar out here and uh, just sit out and enjoy yourself. Uh, it's also dog friendly and, and you can bring your family too. Nice. My dog, personally, haven't introduced him to beer yet, but uh, maybe a slushing. There you go. Well, right. we'll, we'll get him some water at least. <laughs> I actually used to have a dog that I could not put a pint of beer down and forget about it, like next to the recliner. He would be in the beer so quick. <laughs> oh, man. For all the latest on everything coming up ABC-wise, go to abcbrew.com. All right, and we're back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Mike Parker, Artie Tafoya, and our special guest this week, Jonathan Casey, Sutliff Auto Group, more specifically, Sutliff Volkswagen. So, uh, you know, Artie, we were talking about, you know, really just how things have, have uh, adjusted. And I don't want to get into, you know, we know people are sick of hearing COVID, COVID, COVID. So, but the, the thing is, it really has become such a big part of our lives that, you know, um, you guys had to adjust on the fly. The restaurant business changed in some ways uh, really put a hurting on you. In other ways, maybe there are things that you'll learn from. Mike, you're right. We did change quite a bit and we did, uh, you know, we did have to change on the fly. I'm sure uh, Jonathan did too through your, uh, through your business. Um, you know, some of the things that we had, we've done and uh, over the last year, one is we, we really tried to redefine our company, see where we were, uh, see how we could adapt better to anything that changed in the future uh, to be able to be quicker uh, to be able to, to, to change our focus a little bit quicker. We also, uh, the, at right now, going through the process of getting a, a new, uh, more, what I would say, cloud-based POS system, which really allows us to, to serve our customers better. All, uh, all touch screens in the kitchens, everything that we're doing, we're, 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 we're doing to plan for the future. And it's, we're pretty excited about uh, all those changes. But Jonathan, I know you've gone through some changes uh, this last year. You were shut down with us there for a little while. Yep. And uh, tell us a little bit about what you got going. Well, we definitely weren't picked on like uh, the restaurants were, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, we went through our shutdown um, about eight weeks and then uh, did the similar thing that you guys did. And I think any other responsible business owner, we just took that time to reflect and really figure out what we were going to be going forward, um, what was good for our customers, what's good for our employees, and what's good for the company. And uh, similar to you, one of the changes we made was we did get a virtual um, service advisor uh, in, in the store. We actually have two of them. We have one right up with the real service advisor, real live service advisors. And then we also have one that um, is accessible 24-7 to all the customers. You can drop off your car, uh, keys are secure, you can pay from this uh, machine, it's all touchscreen, knows your car, 
It was uh, the history of the car. Um, and it was just another option, something we were looking at even before the, the pandemic, but uh, it, it was kind of, that kind of was the, the final push for us to spend the money. And it really just, it's almost like it added another team member. Um, and our third shift employees certainly appreciate it um, because they can come at two o'clock in the morning and pick up their car and, and pay for it and everything. And also uh, the, the customers that do have um, health risks. You guys are doing it right. Well, it's getting high tech and, you know, there's just, I think over the last year, because of everything that happened, um, you know, online, we wouldn't have been able to afford an online uh, point of sale system uh, really a year ago. I mean, it was just out, outside of what we were able to do. But uh, when um, everybody went to online ordering, uh, you know, the, the demand went up and the, the quality of everything went up and uh, it made the, the price actually come down which was great uh, because we, we now paid about the same amount to refit our entire company as we would normally pay for a point of sale system for just an individual location. Jonathan, you guys sell all new cars or do you also sell used cars? We're actually a bigger volume certified pre-owned Volkswagen thank dealer. Pre-owned is the correct industry well, term, Well, certified right? pre-owned. So okay, the difference between a regular pre-owned that you get it a lot and a certified pre-owned would be that the, the actual, the manufacturer packs the warranty. Mm -hmm. And in Volkswagen's case, uh, most of their vehicles come with a two-year, 24,000-mile additional warranty on top of the factory warranty that might still be remaining. So you get that peace of mind. It goes through a much more rigorous uh, process, too. Um, these are all cherry-picked cars. They're they're basically the dealers get the first crack at them, so they're all fantastic vehicles. Uh, no issues with airbags or anything like that. No frame damage. Um, unlike some of the other companies that are selling online now um, that you see advertising in our area, um, there it's the, these. And this isn't just Volkswagen dealers. This is every dealer out there. We get first crack at the cherry cars. So if you want the best used cars, you want to go to your local dealer, whether it's Volkswagen, Toyota, Chevrolet, Ford, whatever, and just, yeah, that, that's where you're going to find the best late model pre-owned vehicles, and that's why they have that warranty. It's just crazy, though, how every, the housing market is exploding. Like, there's people that are listing their houses, and people aren't even coming to look at them. Or they're just looking at them online, which I think is insane, and then they're making <laughs> offers above the asking price. And then I have my, you know, my dad was recently in the, uh, in the, in the market for you know just just looking for uh, like a pre-owned pickup truck something he could you know drive around town in and and uh, maybe pick up you know do the basic stuff get some mulch pick up some two by fours two by fours by the way are about twenty dollars a piece <laughs> good luck building a deck right now <laughs> but but you know everything's just uh, everything's just crazy has but yet at the same time the demand is the demand dictates the market demand is outstripping supply at the moment and I have never my time i've never seen a depreciating asset appreciate and that's what you're seeing with used cars right now all right so we, we promised we'd talk a little bit about you know how actually you know this goes again beyond a a business relationship you guys started off as uh acquaintances and friends and it all revolved around the beer so when we come back we're going to talk about that story about how you guys knew each other uh how you met and we're going to try another beer, I think, here, too, when we come back. And that's my way of saying, Artie, you owe me another beer right here it, Mike. when we come back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Mm -hmm. 
Artie, before we get back to the podcast, let's talk a little bit about some of the summer festivities. I mean, we have Memorial Day coming up here. I mean, really, when you think about it, if you're not already planning for some sort of summer party, a graduation party, maybe, uh, heck, I don't know, you're a longtime planner, 4th of July could, could even be on your radar at this point, maybe your first big gathering in a while. ABC has some great options for that beer on the go. You bet, Mike. Uh, not only can you pop into our locations and buy six packs, of course, and crawlers and growlers, but you can also order at uh, uh, online at orders at abcbrew.com, and you can order brewery direct. Uh, you can order kegs, cases, sixtals, uh, whatever uh, whatever size beer you want, uh, and then uh, it'll be ready for you. We'll pull the order for you and have it ready for you, and you. You pay with a credit card and you, and you drive off, so it's pretty cool. Uh, so that, along with uh, popping into our locations and buying any uh, beer to go, uh, growlers, of course, of any of the draft products and crawlers too. Uh, in uh, the, the couple of our locations, have the, the crawler machines. Take out food—that's something that you guys do too, and often run specials for people that are say call you up and say, "Hey, we're having a get together. What, what do you got that I can feed?" you know, 20 people with, and you'll hook them up with something special, right? You bet, they can call in and order anytime. Uh, you know, one of the best things they can do is just order uh, a number of appetizers, you know, they, uh, go in, uh, uh, call in, order. We have a, we, we have takeout seven right now, but we're actually switching that over with our new POS system. Uh, but we, uh, you can call in and just order, uh, you know, seven orders of wings if you want, different flavors. Uh, and that's great for having a party outside. All right, well, it is the time to party outside. Really looking forward to it. Pool weather, cans by the pool, man, that's the way to go. So check out abcbrew.com for your local brew pub location and phone number and contact information and make your party the best it can be this spring and summer. All right, we're back on the podcast and it's Mike and Artie with our special guest, Jonathan Casey from Sutliff Auto Group, Sutliff Volkswagen, the big name that everybody knows, and a lot of Volkswagens out on the road these days. So you guys must be doing pretty good. We're doing very well. I'm uh, certainly not complaining, that's for sure. <laughs> every, every, everyone you talk about in the car business is running out of cars right now, but we'll we'll take the demand while we have it, that's for sure. Artie, do you remember the phrase they used to use, Farfik Nugan? Oh yeah, that's right. I love that. That's a. Uh, I think that was an old bumper sticker. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, that was an old campaign. Yeah. That, I think that even. Yeah, yeah that's early two thousands, maybe. If you were actually have. A, I don't know where I got it, but it was at some beer festival, and it's a picture. It's like a stick figure with a beer in his hand. It says, "Far from puking." <laughs> that's great. I don't know why. Yeah. That's probably the only reason I remember Norfolk Nugent. But yeah, VWs are cool. Actually, when I was a teenager, the car to have. If you were if you were cool and your parents were cool enough to buy it for you, probably was a Jetta. Are Jettas still really popular? Yeah, it's uh, kind of right up there uh, with uh, you know as far as VW, it's it's the car that'll remain. I mean, I know yeah. the the market's gone completely SUV insane right now, uh, which is great. You know, give the people what they want. Uh, you know, but same time, I think there'll still be a demand for a sedan, hopefully down the road. And yeah, the Jetta Jetta's definitely are one of our top selling models definitely it's it's a, it's a classic i remember it just an iconic an iconic model you know like when you from growing up and i know people who that's the only car they've ever bought i'm going to get my next car what do you get another jetta you know what that's i mean right. all right so well, it's very uh, that, that that 
car just it, it runs and it runs and it runs. Yeah, uh, Jonathan, I used to have a Passat. Are they looking at bringing the the Passats back at well, any we, time that we, you've heard? We still no, they still make a Passat, but it is going away. So oh, okay. you're you're almost there. You're 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 looking into the future, <laughs> <laughs> knowing knowing probably talking to me about the market. But yeah, the, the world has gone SUV crazy. Even in Europe, um, they were they were. I mean, the last holdouts for manual. Uh, you know, and sedans, or they call them saloons over there. But um, at the end of the day, yeah, we're, we're, we, we've got the Jetta still, but uh, there has been an announcement, uh, I want to say about six months ago, Passat will be getting phased out uh, for new models, new SUV type models. So, yeah. Amazing. Well, you guys know each other. Um, you know, these days, you guys are, you know, friends. You, uh, obviously, you've done some business together with the the Sutla Volkswagen stage at the Abbey Bar at Appalachian Brewing Company in Harrisburg. But actually, your story goes back a lot further than that. Uh, you know, I was looking at some notes, already sent me about the, the relationship that you guys, you know, have had going back. John, I, I guess I'll just ask you to to describe, like, when did you actually meet Artie? It actually precedes both of you being in the state of Pennsylvania, doesn't it? Correct. Well, <laughs> meeting, no. Knowing oh. of him, yes. Uh, so being the beer geek uh, that I am. Uh, my 21st birthday was at Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado. I was literally turned 21 that day. Uh, had already uh, brewed beer at that point in Colorado at that time. Uh, they had, they were one of the last 21 holdouts, so they had people grandfathered in and uh, had some friends that were in that grandfather. I just missed the cutoff, but uh, I was able to buy the ingredients to make beer and it always kind of intrigued me. Um, I brewed some beer, quickly realized I was not good at brewing beer, but uh, I appreciated it. And At least you recognized that early. <laughs> hey, you know, you try things, recognize that you're not good, and move some on. Some guys brew bad beer their whole lives. Oh, <laughs> and and nobody and they, tells them. Yeah, and they just stick with it. Now, I was, uh, yeah, I was very honest with myself, uh, but yeah, we, uh, but at the same time, I got this appreciation for really good craft beer, fresh beer. And at that time, and I think Artie can attest to this too, being from there, that was kind of uh, one of the uh, the big uh, explosion points back then in the early 90s where the microbrewing back then was what it was called, was was taking off. And of course, Great American Beer Festival was, was there. So I get in there and then I realize this is a really cool community, great, you know, fun. So from the next couple of years, I started being a volunteer pour, which that means you got in for free. Being a broke college student was that was a real attractive. Wait, I just got a poor beer, talk to brewers, and I get in for free. Okay, and <laughs> Good deal. at that yeah. time, Artie was just kicking butt with this uh, Hefeweizen he had, uh, and I think you won. I want to say two years in a row, gold. Was that right? Yeah. Um, and so I knew of him. He was this person that I had heard of that was more winning gold medals for a style that I really appreciated. Uh, who doesn't love a good Hefeweizen? Exactly. Mm. The, I mean, the best. The, the, his balance with the, so then fast forward a few years, I'm still living in Colorado and I come to visit my parents and they're like, hey, you got to meet this guy. He's from Colorado. He lives across the street from us. His name is Artie Tafoy. And I'm like, where do I know that name? Oh, I know that name from the guy that was winning gold medals at GABF and he's opening up a brewery in Pennsylvania. That's really cool. So, yeah, so that's kind of how we, I knew of him, and then I met him. And did you remember Jonathan? 
I did. Uh, you know, he would come visit. I remembered uh, meeting him, and and of course um, his mom, who was who's still a great, uh, great and mom and her husband are, are great friends of ours still. Uh, we see him all the time, uh, and uh, so they would always talk about Jonathan and, and his brother and what they were doing and where they were going, and so we always kept track of him. Of course, uh, he has um, two younger siblings. Uh, Samantha, yep, and Eric, and Eric, and uh, Eric's back in Colorado. I yep. know that, and Samantha's down at uh, in Maryland, I believe. Yep, Ocean um, City, Ocean City, and uh, so it sort of goes full circle in a way because uh, Samantha used to babysit for our kids. She would just come across the street. It was it was awesome, and and she's such a great great person, such a great uh, mentor to our girls. And then Jonathan's kids. Uh, Carrie's actually had them in school, so yeah. it's sort of amazing how the whole uh, community of Camp Hill and and how we sort of just met and and now we're back together and and uh, and, and Jonathan and I still keep in touch uh, regularly. So uh, we don't get to go do as much fun stuff as we used to want to do. But, yeah, uh, we uh, run into each other sometimes. When we're at various locations. Again, it's usually through the uh, the, the Janet and Russ. Uh, connection for sure but like oh hey Artie's in town but uh you know as a fellow business owner it's you know especially these past couple of years have been exceptionally uh challenging it's it's always nice to talk to a guy that you know for that long of a time and uh you know we can kind of talk about similar issues and, and we know you know it's like hey what do you think about this what do you think about that and especially during COVID, i mean Artie and some others that i i know in the business community locally it's it's been great knowing people the community just knowing people because we've all been going through the same struggles when it comes down to it uh clearly restaurants were hit a lot harder than most but at the same time uh it's really good to have those relationships for sure all right well hey we're together tonight you guys old friends and another cheers and i'm trying to uh, pronounce it for me already the, the so margo margo rita rico the margo rita, rita yeah go say go up. so it's like rosa with a g ah, yes okay well it's here we go oh yeah it is i mean that okay so if i'm if i'm just telling you what this is it's a sour it's a sour style beer that tastes like a margarita Pretty much. You nailed it. Yep. It's delicious. And, and Jonathan switched up. What do you got? I have uh, Susquehanna Stout. Uh, I'm a firm believer in uh, the phrase, it's always stout season. Some people think it's only for winter. I would argue it's actually better in the summer because you want it to come to temperature a little higher. And when it's warmer out, when you're outside, put that stout down, it comes right up to temperature a lot quicker. Yeah. Than, uh, than it would when it's it's cold out. So I never understood that whole season, like yeah, especially with stouts. Um, I get it; some of them are higher ABV, but this one is just a classic good stout. It doesn't have any adjuncts in it. Um, it's just it's just got a really great balance and a really good flavor. It's just it's a fantastic beer. Yeah, you let that warm up a little bit, and it, and, that, and that flavor comes out, and yeah. and all that roastiness, and and uh, we've had that discussion before. Some people, you know, sometimes you switch beers with the seasons and it seems natural, but honestly, it's unnecessary, right? Because you like what you like, and a stout in the summer is, uh, there's so many reasons for it. So, no doubt. Cool. And, and Artie? I'm having the Hoppy Trails. Uh, Perfect. Jonathan talked about the old, the, you know, the classic uh, uh, West Coast style IPAs, and I, 
I thought, you know what, I'm going to grab one while I'm in there, and uh, it, it just brings me back. I, I love the old Hoppy Trails. It's a throwback, but it's... it's 90s throwback beer. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it's still solid, and uh, it's still great, and I, and I love that Bruce and Cliff and uh, Rod are doing such a great job of brewing it. It's been a great time hanging out, talking to you guys, talking restaurant stuff, talking cars. Definitely, if you're looking for a car, Jonathan uh, will do a great job of taking care of you. He's always there uh, for me, I know that. Um, he's always been a, a good friend, and, and thanks a lot, Jonathan, for coming down today. We appreciate you here. I know he's a beer, like I said, he's a beer geek, and sometimes I'll call him and say, hey, what do you see, and what do you, what do you got going here, and what do you see is happening on the, on the horizon? He, he gives me a different view of, of the brewing industry, and it's great, great to have him as a friend, that's for sure. Well, and the courtesy of the final word goes to you, Jonathan. Yeah, I'd just like to say, keep killing it. Your your new team, the, the brewers that you have right now are just killing it. The, the flagship beers are tasting great, and all the new stuff that they're putting out is phenomenal. You've got a really good team. You should be proud because without without good people, you know, your business is not going to work well. So you've got great people. So cheers and congratulations, Artie. Well said. Gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us. It's been a good time. Been a great time let's be honest and i'm looking forward to our next episode where i think you know i don't know Artie, is it going to be half of icing time pretty soon yeah let's do half of icing time but we also talked about going on the road right oh yeah we're going to go on the road a little preview of what's to come yeah let's uh let's head down to the beer garden at battlefield and uh i'll see you there i'll see you in gettysburg for the next episode all right so for our guest jonathan casey from sutleth auto group sutleth volkswagen Artie Tafoya and Mike Parker, we want to say thanks so much for checking us out here once again on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast.